And these whom he predestined, he also called. And these whom he called, he also justified. And these whom he justified, he also glorified. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Blessed Assurance Podcast. My name is Blair, and I'm so excited to be here. Episode two. Um, First and foremost, before we start, I just want to say thank you so much to everyone. Glory to God for the positive feedback that I received on episode one. It was really vulnerable to, to publish that in English, and then I also recorded it in Spanish as well with the help of God, and it, um... It's just kind of crazy what he's doing and which has actually led to the topic of today's discussion. So we're not going to get into the full origin of this podcast today and why we're doing it, but I do want to take some time before we get too far ahead of ourselves to go over the origin of the name, why it's called Blessed Assurance, what that means to me, and just what the intentions are with the podcast. So as I mentioned last week in the first episode, I do have a very typical prodigal child testimony and there are a few points of this story that I want to read today because something I was just talking with a friend about this week is the fact that we hear a lot of stories growing up in church or from our family or from our pastor but we don't actually read them for ourselves and I have to be honest I never actually read the story of the prodigal child until I was an adult and so there are some really important parts to this story that I want to share and read from the actual text. So this story can be found in Luke chapter 15, verses 11 through 32. There are a couple parts to this that really speak to me. And again, going along with the theme of where the name of this podcast came from that I want to touch on. Number one, again, in Luke chapter 15, it's talking about the son being gone now. He's in this foreign land and he's so alone. He's so away from his family. He's so desperate that it says that He would have gladly eaten the pods that were given to the pigs as no one was feeding him. So he was that desperate that he was willing to eat the food that was for the pigs because no one else was feeding him and he was so alone. And it also says later on in the story that this son came to his senses. That's the way it's described in the New American Standard Translation. He came to his senses. And I feel like Whether you have this type of testimony or not, eventually we do have that conviction of, wow, okay, this isn't what's best for me. I had something else that was offered. What am I doing? This isn't who I am. And we just kind of come to our senses. Truly, we remember who we are. And thank God that I had people around me that constantly were reminding me of who I was, even if I wasn't behaving like that. And then the last part that I really want to touch on is when the son comes back to his father, he says, make me one of your servants. (laughs) And I think that's such a beautiful thing. And again, this is a parable. This is a metaphor, our relationship with God, because that's what I want. Like, God, I just want to be in your good graces again. I, I, I don't care. Just make me one of your servants. Let me serve you. Thank you for all you've done. I don't want to, I don't want to run away again. And I feel that what's happening right now with this podcast and using it as a ministry tool is doing that very thing. 
And so I'm really grateful to God for putting this on my heart because a lot of things have happened in my life that I want to share and not necessarily because I have all the answers. I definitely still don't have the answers to a lot of things, but I'm just hoping that if someone were to hear of something that I've experienced and they weren't sure how to navigate it or if they didn't know Christ, that they could find that hope in him and be restored from something that the world might give a different um, I was going to say consejo, that's a Spanish word. The world might give a different uh, piece of advice for. But it's my hope that through these stories that we share, through these conversations that are had, even if we don't have all the answers, we can we can figure it out together and we can know there's hope in Jesus because the world will give us a laundry list of ways that we can navigate through all the different trials that happen in our lives. But ultimately, Jesus is the only answer. <laughs> the word is the only answer. So that's kind of the framework as far as who I am and why I'm feeling called to do this. And the next thing is that this is a beautiful hymn that I love so much. And I grew up in a very Southern Baptist community. Like I mentioned in my last podcast episode, I have, I was very fortunate to have so many people in my life that had such strong faith, like my mom, my grandma, my aunts, my brother, like I was just surrounded by such a wonderful community and honestly this hymn is very nostalgic for me because I have such fond memories of singing in my church or at my grandma's church or hearing my mom sing or hearing my grandma sing and my dad and it just it brings me so much peace especially because I am another country and it brings me such comfort which is the name of the song that is the title blessed assurance and god just gave it to me as the title and we just kind of ran with it and so with that in mind i want to share my favorite verse which is the very last one and again kind of serves as the framework the foundation for this entire thing the last verse reads perfect submission all is at rest i and my savior am happy and blessed Watching and waiting, looking above, filled with his goodness, lost in his love. And the chorus, this is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. And as I mentioned a little bit in episode one, To get to this point did require perfect submission, 100% submission, not just 80% like I'd been giving my entire life. And with that, the rest and the peace that I have received is something that I've wanted my entire life. It's something that I honestly thought I had because my life for the most part, even though there were a fair share of ups and downs and trials and issues, it's something that I never really knew could be this true. The peace that I have now is something unexplainable honestly it's something that I can't even begin to describe because it's just so default it's just so naturally there in me and I do believe it is because of this perfect submission and I just have to give a quick disclaimer with this this is something that God put on my heart in January of 2023 and it is now December and it took literally an entire year for me to push this off I had other friends that were producing things. I took a course on podcasting, which I'm still not feeling qualified to do. (laughs) Um, God moved in so many ways. I was constantly journaling and writing things down. And he was revealing that this could be a part of my ministry. But 
I just kept pushing it off because if I'm being honest, I don't feel the most qualified. (laughs) I'm not a theologian. I'm not a pastor. And to me, that's the whole reason why this is so necessary. I think that we need to have more edifying conversations with our friends, with people that we work with, with people that we just meet on the street. We need to have more conversations about Jesus. And it doesn't matter if, if we're not a theologian, if we're not a pastor. I was talking to my friend about this, actually, when I dropped the last episode and feeling just really nervous and overwhelmed that it was out there. And she's actually my discipler, too. And she reminded me that God speaks through through everyone. And that's the most important thing is that I am making myself available for him to speak through me. And I think that that's that's a really cool thing. He lives in every one of us (laughs) that lets him. I think that's so important. I want to read the last portion of the prodigal child story. And if you haven't read it, I encourage you to go read it for yourself in Luke chapter 15. But at the end, it says, so he got up and came to his father. The prodigal child came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion for him and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And I think that that is such a beautiful, beautiful image of what God the Father does with us. Even when we're still a long way off, he has compassion for us. He still sees us. He's not turning his back on us if we're on the way to his righteousness and on the way to his arms. He's still there. And it says the Father ran, embraced him, and kissed him. God isn't some ominous being that's in the sky god is with us he's within us verse 21 says and the son said to him father i've sinned against heaven in your sight i'm no longer worthy to be called your son but the father said to his slaves quickly bring out the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet and bring the fattened calf kill it and let us eat and celebrate For the son of mine was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found. And they began to celebrate. And just as the father celebrated when his son returns, I know God celebrated me when I returned. And because of that, because he was so excited to give me more life than he already had, to recognize that I had been found once again, And welcoming back to his kingdom with open arms, I just can't help but praise that and want to share what he did for me with others. The last bit of scripture that I want to read comes from Romans chapter 8, one of the most classic, inspiring chapters, I think, in the entire Bible. But this is starting in verse 26. It says, this is kind of lengthy. It says, in the same way, the Spirit also helps our weakness. For we do not know how to pray as we should, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is because he intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that God causes all things to work together for the good of those who love God to those who are called according to his purpose. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to become conformed to the image of his son, 
so that he would be the firstborn among many brethren. And these whom he predestined, he also called. And these whom he called, he also justified. And these whom he justified, he also glorified. This is so comforting to me when I think about the imposter syndrome, so to speak, of of this whole entire project and this ministry is if God called me to do this, he's going to justify me. And if he's going to justify me in this, he's also going to glorify me, which is ultimately glorifying himself, right? I'd like to end with a little bit of a vocabulary lesson because even though I teach science, vocabulary is very important. (laughs) So the word blessed actually has two different forms that it can be used in language. It can be an adjective or a noun. As an adjective, some definitions are someone that is made holy, someone that is consecrated, someone that is endowed with divine favor and protection. That's beautiful. (laughs) As a noun, and I thought this was really interesting that Google produced this, (laughs) As a noun, the word blessed literally means those who live with God in heaven. Wow. (laughs) I I wasn't really prepared. I was thinking that it was going to tell me that blessed was as the person who gets something really good to happen to them. The people who have really good luck or the people, you know, just something a lot more general, more worldly. But it literally said those who live with God in heaven, (laughs) which is so cool. The word assurance is a noun. And listen to these different definitions. Assurance is confidence of mind or manner. Assurance is freedom from self-doubt or uncertainty. Assurance is a positive declaration intended to give confidence. Assurance is a promise. And it's my hope that through this podcast, that's kind of like a discipleship, (laughs) through these conversations and through your 100% perfect submission to Jesus, that you are made holy, that you are endowed with divine favor and protection, that you become free from self-doubt or uncertainty, that you believe the promise that is the word of God. It's my hope that you experience the blessed assurance that is Jesus Christ.